What is going on, guys? Here to break down the four-game NBA slate on Saturday. If this is your first time watching, welcome to my channel. My name is DK. Um, also make content for NFL Daily Fantasy Sports. If you guys are playing the uh, what Week 11 main slate, I do a video up for that. And for prize picks, prize picks, they are the sponsor of the video. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. Had a tough day over there. Got hooked. Uh, went two for four. And both of the plays that miss missed by 0.5. So that's not fun. Wasn't fun at all. But it is uh, normally prize picks is pretty fun. Again, player prop site and a lot of different sports. You can mix and match. So if you guys want to give it a try, make sure to use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. So that's basically a free $100 to play with on the site if you use my code. And if you guys are looking for premium content, check out my Patreon link down below. So now let's recap my lineup here from tonight. Tonight, great night, but Jalen Green, foul trouble preventing the takedown. Yeah, I'm a little bit of pain. I'm in a little bit of pain, guys. Um, so this is a $100 entry, won $2,000. Uh, so again, 20x good night good night but man the Jalen green foul trouble oh man um i can't believe it happened oh, i can believe it happened because every time i play Jalen green the longest stretch he would shoot 10 percent from the field and then i finally faded him these last like week and a half and he's just going for 50 every night buy in because he's playing point guard i also take his over an assist that was one of the, the plays i got hooked on because he got in foul trouble i took his over five and a half assists um, and then he gets some random foul trouble and just has an average game. Um, now, what I was surprised about, so Jalen Green tilted me, but what I was surprised about was the ownership here for Miami. Um, Seven-man rotation, I was shocked how low on some of these guys. Some, some of these guys were 45% Lowry, 27% Highsmith, only 30% Struess. Um, yeah, Jamal Kane, only 31%. He, for some reason, like only played like 15 minutes where everyone else played 60 like, just give Jamal Kane more minutes. That really did tilt me. Um, but, yeah, Embiid smashed. Uh, Devin Booker absolutely smashed, going for 78 fancy points. So, did nail the two spend-ups there. So, yeah, guys, it was a great night. Uh, but was this close? Was this close to a takedown uh, if Jalen Green um, just didn't get in foul trouble? The double overtime in the Cleveland-Charlotte game didn't help. I didn't have any exposure to that game. But, yeah, that's the recap. Um, really, really solid night, um, and hoping to keep going for this four game slate. So let's start off with Orlando and, uh, Indiana. So on the Orlando side, no Bancaro, um, keep an eye on Gary Harris. I think he could rest. It's a back-to-back, -back. um, first game was today. So I would think he's going to be out. Um, all the main guys look relatively similar here with Carter Jr., Franz Wagner, Bull, and Suggs. Um, you know, Suggs has been the best over the last couple games, 44 and 40 fancy points, but Bull Bull's minutes have been pretty secure. 35, 31 minutes. We know he's a good point per minute guy. He looks good in the mid-range. Carter Jr. said he's going to play tomorrow as well. Keep an eye on it. If he does miss, then that changes things. Then we kind of get a situation a couple games ago where Mo Bombo would move in the starting lineup. He would look great, and then just everyone else would look even better. Um, but yeah, Carter and Franz at the top, I mean, it's a really good matchup. So I think they're both pretty good plays in that upper mid-tier. Um, below that, I mean, Okiki feels priced about right. He's going to start and play like around 30 minutes. I'm fine with him, but he's not a priority. Off the bench, again, I don't expect Gary Harris to play, so you probably do get a little bit more run for a guy like Terrence Ross. I think he's always fine for GPPs. Probably not going to mess with anyone else. Um, Hampton's almost been out of the rotation. You might get a little bit of run for, like, Houston or Schofield, but it's mainly the main guys. Uh, oh, and then Mo Bamba, too. So, like, even if Carter Jr. plays, you can look to him in tournaments. Um, 24 minutes, one for 25 fancy points. He is still playable, for sure. On the Pacers' sides, a lot of guys got injured. Uh, ja for my best ball team, to no surprise. Uh, I hope he's okay. Hopefully he doesn't miss too much time. But 
Cal Burton, I think, also got injured um, at the very end of the game. Um, so I would expect him to not play in this game. I think he had to be helped off. So that changes some things here. You know, you're going to get a lot more run, I think, for guys like Nemhard and McConnell. And then you're going to get, you know, more usage for guys like Mather and Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. So this does look like a pretty appealing spot. Um, if McConnell starts, um, I really like him at 3.8K. We've already been seeing Nemhard starting. Like, he could shift to the point guard position. And they could start, like, someone else. Like, maybe they start Matherin. Um, so we'll see. But either way, again, I expect Turner, Heald, and Matherin to have more usage. Um, Turner, you know, had an okay game. I think he dealt with a little bit of foul trouble. He's he's been really solid this season. Buddy Heald should get more shots and usage. And then Benedict Matherin, you know, the minutes have been a little bit up and down, but he's been good uh, one given time. And you should have more time and usage here. So if Halberton does miss, just a lot to, to like here. And then, of course, you get the random Jalen Smith game, one for 47. Um, I mean, he does have the ceiling. He does. So, like, he's still in play for tournaments. The price did drop. We'll see what the ownership is on him. If he's going to be, like, relatively popular tomorrow, then, then I might fade. Uh, but he's definitely still firmly in play as well. If you want to target guys like Jackson off the bench in like 15 to 20 minutes, that's fine. Not a bad point per minute guy. Uh, maybe you get a little bit of run for Aaron Naismith, who's basically been out of the rotation recently or like, you know, not seeing a ton of run. Um, but yeah, that's the Pacers. Again, don't expect Halliburton to play. Minnesota and Philadelphia. So we kind of know what's happening here for Minnesota. Cat, Ant, Gobert, D'Lo. They look relatively similar. I do think Gobert's probably going to be on the court whenever Embiid is, or I guess they they try to have him out there whenever Embiid is. So um, at 6'6", he's fine. D'Lo's fine at 6'1". The price has come down. Ant had a massive game last game. He'll probably get the most ownership. Again, he's been way up and down, though. 29, 26, 45, 18, 63. Uh, and then Carl Anthony Towns at 8'7". Also feels priced about right. So, like, I always have a really, really hard time breaking down this Minnesota team, at least for single entry, because, like, all these guys look relatively similar. I think the ceiling is the highest on Cat and At a Cat, Cat and Anthony Edwards, but Gobert and D'Lo definitely still viable. Now the, these secondary options, McDaniel's. If he stays out of foul trouble, he's going to play big minutes. But this guy's always in foul trouble. Four point seven K though, he is fine for value. Slow mo, Kyle Anderson should play around twenty minutes at three point nine K. That's doable. Uh, Torian Prince probably sees about fifteen ish minutes off the bench. The minutes have been down on Noel. Only played seven minutes last game. Um, McLaughlin seeing a little bit of run with the minutes ticking down on um, Noel. Nas Reed basically only saw garbage time run last game. So in Minnesota running a relatively tight rotation. Moving on to Philadelphia. So Maxi got injured last game. Um, if you played Maxi, I really feel for you. He was on pace for a huge game. Had 39 at half. Um, so Joel Embiid without Tyrese Maxi, I mean, he's going to be asked to do everything for this team. I think he looks great at the top. And then if Tobias Harris misses again too, you're going to see a lot of minutes and usage for these other guys. So DeAnthony Melton, probably, you know, my next favorite play. Played 36 minutes, had a subpar game, but I would expect more from him, especially if Maxi and Tobias Harris aren't able to go. I think Maxi's in a boot. I think I think they said he's in a walking boot. Um, so Melton will look really good. You did see Shake Milton start the second half. He's not a bad point for a guy. He played 31 minutes. Um, if he starts, uh, I would really, really like him. You're going to see more run for Yang, who played 30 minutes. Uh, so I think he looks solid. The other options, I mean, EJ Tucker is so bad as far as point per minute. You did see Danwell House randomly start and play 31 minutes. And Matisse Thibel, who started the previous game, only played four minutes. So like I found that pretty interesting. Um, but I would say mainly it's going to be Embiid, Melton, Yang, um, and Shake Milton. If you want to target some of these other options, you can, but they're, they're very low usage guys. Now, if Tobias Harris ends up playing, then just kind of downgrade everyone else a bit, and Tobias himself would look pretty good at 6'9". Utah and Portland. So 
A couple of these Utah guys were very popular with the previous slate, and of course, no one played them tonight, and they smashed. Markinen and Vanderbilt were the two guys that were really chalky last slate. Vanderbilt went for 50 tonight, and Vanderbilt went for 30, of course. That's just always how it goes in DFS. But um, yeah, decent matchup here. Another team I kind of a tricky time breaking down. Like, you have ceiling, you know, I would say the ceiling more often than not is either with Markinen or Clarkson. Markinen's gone for 50 plus, I think, like three or four times this season. Clarkson does have that ceiling. Conley, a little, not as high of a ceiling, but a little bit of a higher floor, I think, than Clarkson. Vanderbilt and Kelly Olenek. I mean, these guys do have a ceiling too, but they're also always in foul trouble. Like, Olenek stayed out of foul trouble two games ago, one for 46 fantasy points. Just this Jazz team does piss me off. Sexton, minutes have been ticking down, which is a little bit frustrating, but he's still not a bad point for minute guy. Of course, Malik Beasley's been playing extremely well outside of when I played him. Uh, was it here at no ownership when he started and went for 14 fancy points every other game though like 30 um he's fine you know, tht seeing a little bit of run you know he's playable as a dart throw walker kessler again with a linux getting in foul trouble put 20 minutes also just really a dart throw on the portland side not a ton i'm interested in i think dame's fine at 10-1 but definitely not a priority the other options feel a bit pricey. I'm glad the Jeremy Grant droolers were finally punished. Like, he's not going to sh- continue to shoot, like, 70% from the field. That really was pissing me off. So I'm really happy the people that went back to Jeremy Grant were rightfully punished. Um, he's overpriced. Simon's 7K just feels priced about right. Josh Hart's also maybe a little bit overpriced. Nurkic minutes have been down his first couple games back. He only played 25 minutes. Like, he's not bad point per minute, but... Minutes have not been there. Winslow also is back in the rotation. He's a fine secondary option. Eubanks getting a little bit of backup five run. Both Winslow there. He's it's not going to be a full split with him and Nurkic. Shane Sharp, I know had a good game off the bench last game in 21 minutes, but eh, I don't necessarily trust it. I guess he's fine again as just a dart throw. And finally, the Spurs and the Clippers. And of course, this is the late game. And of course, we have question marks. Popovich, like just is there anyone worse than Pop, man? I mean, how do you have Keldon Johnson ruled in in the starting lineup and then out five minutes before lock? Now he's probable, but then you have Yaka Pertle and Devin Vassell questionable. It's like, I just, I'm tired of this team, man. There's like three or four guys questionable every game. It's always a late game too. Oh, it's annoying. But okay, if Yaka Pertle and Devin Vassell are out, so number one, where you're going to get way more usage for Trey Jones and Keldon Johnson, they're going to look really, really good. Uh, you would most likely get Bassey starting uh, for Yaka Pertle. He would look great. You would probably get, you know, a combination of like Roby and Gorgie Jang playing the backup five. Those guys would look solid. Um, and then I think the other starters, so I think the starting lineup of Pertle and Vassell are out would be Trey Jones, um, Jeremy Sohan, Ada Bates Diop, Keldon, and Bassey, because that's just kind of the way they've been doing it. Um, even like, I don't think Josh Richardson starts, but he should get solid run off the bench if both those guys are out. Um, so yeah, it would be a lot to like here for the Spurs if all those guys are out, but also would increase the chance of a blowout. If Pirtle and Vassell are both in, then it's mainly the, you know, the top guys, Keldon, Pirtle, Trey Jones, Vassell that I'd be looking to value guys like Sohan, Richardson, Bassey, and Kate the up are fine, but there'd be no priorities there. And finally, the Clippers, I mean, it's really hard to get to anyone on this Clippers team too. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, both healthy. Paul George, 9-8, feels a bit pricey with Kawhi there. Kawhi not going to play normal minutes. Um, played 25 minutes last game. A little bit tough to get to him. Zubac, he did play a lot. One for 18 rebounds. I played him last slate, but only nine real-life points, 30 fantasy points. But yeah, if he's he's been playing a ton. I'm fine with Zubac. Like, he might be my favorite play in the Clippers. 
Morris minutes, you know, should see low 30s. I would guess he's just in, I'm indifferent on him. Wall and Reggie Jackson will split the point guard duties. We saw the first really, really bad game from John Wall in a while. Maybe that keeps his ownership relatively low, but I still have interest in him for tournaments. Well, he struggled. Reggie Jackson had a good game. So both the point guards are just playable. Powell, man, yeah, Batum. I just don't think we need to get to the Clipper value with Kawhi and Paul George both playing. So, hey guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Uh, appreciate you guys as always, and I'll see you in the next video.